Hello, welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Years ago, I began recording the bedtime stories I told my children every night. Now, we would like to share those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my Stories for Wonderful Children. Matilda lived with her mommy and her little brother Teddy in a shelter. Matilda? It was a shelter for people who did not have homes of their own. Matilda remembered that when she was little, they used to have a home of their own. But that was before her mommy had lost her job. And after her mommy had lost her job, they had no longer been able to pay to have a home of their own. And so they had had to move out. And they had had no place to go because they did not have any family in town. And so her mommy had taken them in a taxi to this shelter. The shelter was a big room with lots of beds in it. And there was a playroom for kids because there were other kids who did not have homes of their own who also lived in the shelter. During the day, sometimes, Matilda's mommy would take Teddy and she would go out looking for work. Matilda would stay at the shelter and play with the other kids who were there. And they would all be watched by Lily, who was one of the ladies who worked at the shelter. Lily had always seemed very nice to Matilda, although a little strange. She didn't talk a whole lot. And when you watched her move, she didn't walk like a normal person did, putting one foot in front of the other. She almost skipped or danced as she walked. Matilda always thought it was curious. She liked to follow Lily around and watch Lily do the work that she did, volunteer to do at the shelter. Lily would take all the dirty bed linens and get them washed and dried. She would hang them out on the clothesline in the backyard. Matilda was one day looking for Lily. She had been in the shelter playing with one of the other little children. They had been playing checkers, and she had won, and the little boy had decided that he didn't feel like playing anymore. So Matilda had gone in search of Lily. First, she had looked in the room with all the beds to see if Lily was maybe gathering the bed linens or making beds, but Lily was not in there. And then she went to the laundry room, but Lily was not getting wet sheets out of the washing machine. Then she decided to go look in the backyard of the shelter. She walked out into the backyard. The backyard of the shelter was surrounded by an old rickety wooden fence that badly needed painting. If you looked at it, you could see just a little bit of the old sky blue color that used to be on it, peeling off in small chips of paint here and there. The fence also needed repaired. Some of the boards were bent or broken. It was a small yard in the back of the shelter. There were two trees that supplied shade, and strung between them was the clothesline that Lily used to hang sheets out to dry during summer days when they could dry outside. There were sheets on the line now, and it was the sheets that kept Matilda from seeing Lily at first. Matilda noticed that she was the only one out in the yard, except for Lily, 
and as she watched, she saw one of the sheets fly up into the air and land gracefully over the clothesline. Matilda thought that that had been the most amazing throw she'd ever seen. She'd never seen a sheet do just that, just fall just so over the clothesline so that each half was draped evenly and it was ready to be pinned in place. It startled her so that she did not move and did not say anything and did not greet Lily. And so she was there to see a moment later when Lily seemed to bend for a moment and another sheet flew in a perfect arc landing over the clothesline. Except this time Matilda had seen what she had not seen the first time. Lily standing there glowing just slightly with a slight faint shimmer. You would almost not even see it if you were not looking closely. And in her hand she had a small silvery stick. Matilda had never seen a grown-up use a stick quite like that. Lily just seemed to point at the sheet and point where she wanted it to go, and the sheet obeyed as if it were a small dog that had been well-trained, rising into the air in that perfect, beautiful arc and falling in those even halves over the clothesline. Matilda let out her breath in a little gasp. Ah, and Lily looked up. She smiled, and with that smile, all of a sudden she seemed to be just Lily again. There was no glow around her, and the silvery stick that had been in Matilda in her hand was no longer there. She said, Hello, Matilda. Would you like to come help me with the sheets? Matilda said, What was that? What was that, Lily? What were you, what were you doing? And Lily said, Oh, those are just my tricks, Matilda. Matilda did walk over and help Lily pick those sheets out one at a time with her hands and fold them neatly over the clothesline. Although what she really wanted, what she really wanted more than anything, was for Lily to show her how she had used that stick, how she had made that glow. After they had finished and Lily had gone inside, Matilda walked around the yard looking at all the sticks she could find, looking for one that looked just right and just that silvery sheen. She found one that seemed the right length, although not really the right color. And she tried waving it at the sheets and at the fence and at the cars, trying as hard as she could to get something to move, to get a sheet to fly into the air in that perfect arch and obey her. Later that night, she told her mother the story of what she had seen, and her brother and they had both listened with wide eyes, and her mother had laughed and told her that she had a good imagination, but her brother had simply, after she had finished the story, said, Wow! And they had all gone to bed that night, and Matilda had found that even though she was still, like most nights, a little sad and a little scared because she did not have a home of her own, she did not know when her mommy would find work. She found that somewhere deep inside her, deep 
inside her there was a little warm glow of happiness, a little warm glow of mystery, a little warm glow that there were some things in the world that she could not explain that Lily was one of them. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. If you enjoy the show, please tell someone about it or leave a review on your podcast provider. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and you can also find us on most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.